Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. You're cruising up in the sky traveling to another country for your long-awaited vacation. But emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. Let's say the plane you're traveling in has a hole in it. As long as it's really small, it's not a big deal. Definitely not powerful enough to throw off the pressurization system. But if a window accidentally blows off, it's officially a problem. That's going to mean severe loss of pressure, and it might be enough to depressurize the whole cabin. That might create enough force to suck something small out of the hole, like an unlucky carry-on. Airplane windows are round because that way, the air pressure is evenly distributed. If the windows were square, air currents would be able to find a weakness, and they'd crack easier. Loss of pressure can lead to something way more serious, an in-flight fire. It's not the only reason a fire would break out on a plane. Engine trouble or a drop in fuel pressure could also do it. If it's the engine burning, the only thing a passenger can do is stay calm. A plane can fly pretty far, even with only one engine left. As ridiculous as it sounds, modern planes are actually designed to fly for a short distance without any engines at all. If there's a fire, the first thing the pilot will do is try to land as soon as possible. An actual in-cabin fire would probably look quite scary. But every plane is equipped with all the necessary gear to put it out. Flight attendants aren't just there to serve you food and drinks. Their main job is to keep you safe, so they know exactly how to handle a cabin fire. Still, there's something you can do to help them before the flight. Check over what you packed in your carry-on luggage. Back in 2007, a plane left New York. Soon after takeoff, passengers noticed smoke coming out of one of the overhead lockers. The fire started because of a short circuit in a lithium battery. The crew took care of the fire in a few quick minutes, but they decided to land anyway, just to be extra safe. Batteries aren't the only things that can catch fire. A similar story happened with a passenger's air purifier. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Even the seats and carpet could catch fire, depending on what gets spilled on them. That's why there are a lot of things you can't take on board. Big bottles of liquid, your magic eight ball, snow globes, gel candles, even gel insoles sometimes. Now what about dry ice? Feel like making some homemade ice cream at 35,000 feet? Think again, it's way too dangerous. 
Dry ice is flammable, so you can't just pack it in a lunchbox and take it with you. You can bring around 5 pounds of dry ice with you, but you'll need special clearance from the airline. Some airlines don't allow pilots to have beards. Facial hair can get in the way of their oxygen mask fitting on properly, so it's mainly a safety thing. Passenger oxygen masks swing down because of a change in air pressure. The air inside the cabin is pressurized, so you can breathe normally. If something occurs that changes the pressure suddenly, a few things happen. First, the masks come down. Their nickname is the rubber jungle. Second, the pilot descends quickly and safely to a lower altitude. Third, the pilot gives out the all clear, letting you know it's safe to take your mask off. The masks only have enough oxygen for a few minutes. It's enough for the pilot to descend to a more breathable altitude, so you're not going to be wearing it for the whole rest of the flight. The white traces planes leave behind in the sky are condensed carbon dioxide and water. This liquid is released when fuel is burned. It's basically a slightly polluted hot water vapor, kind of like breathing in cold wintry air. Way up there in the sky, it's always frosty cold, no matter what season it is. Lightning isn't as dangerous for planes as you might think. If a lightning bolt hits a plane, the passengers won't get shocked or anything. The entire aircraft is covered with aluminum coating that conducts electric current and doesn't let it inside. This protection device is tested using a lightning simulator. During night flights, the lights turn off for two reasons. One is to be able to fall asleep, but the other is to get everyone used to the dark in case of evacuation. You might be asked to raise your window shade so the flight attendants can see what's happening out there and choose the best side for evacuation. It's pretty common to feel more emotional on a plane. You might cry watching a soap opera or laugh at a silly comedy. Our body experiences stress and takes everything way too seriously because of low oxygen levels. You're sitting in a close space at a high altitude, very far from home. Your subconscious might feel unsafe, and so it reacts by dialing up your emotions. Don't be surprised if you start having weird cravings up there, too. You might have bought a huge chocolate bar before you boarded, but then, once you're in the sky, suddenly you start craving fried chicken. Good thing they usually serve chicken. Or fish. Anyway, up in the sky or down on the ground, cravings are usually a sign that you're thirsty. Just go get some water. Many passengers get a headache during their flight, especially right after takeoff. Don't worry, it's normal. You're climbing to an altitude higher than Mount Everest in about 10 minutes. The air up there is extremely thin, which means less oxygen's going to your brain. Want to feel better? Chew on some gum or soft candy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Another thing you might notice on a flight is dryness. Your hands and face might feel a bit dry, and that's okay. It's all that dry air you're sitting in. Air in the cabin is filtered thoroughly which gives it that special airplane air feel. Stay hydrated and bring a good moisturizer with you on board. 
you might also feel like you're coming down with a cold. Your nose might get congested. Your throat might start to tickle. <coughs> well, you know the drill. Just remember that everyone else is feeling it too. No need to worry. It's that dry air again. It dries out your nose and throat, making you feel as if you have a cold coming on. You'll feel much better once you land and get off the plane. The lower the air pressure, the more gases expand. This law also works inside your stomach and intestines. Ah yes, planes can give you a serious case of gas. The great news? Every plane has toilets. But if you do have to make a run to the toilet, don't assume that nobody can bother you in there. The toilet door can still be opened from the outside. The airline crew have to be able to get in there if you need help, even if it's a bit embarrassing. Your night vision might also feel like it's a bit off. Your eyes need fresh and moist air to function properly. Your corneas are the one part of your body that don't have their own blood supply. They get their oxygen straight from the air. Dry, low-oxygen airplane air isn't great for your eyes. Throw some eye drops in your bag along with that gum. Reduced vision is also why the crew dims the lights and asks you to open your window shades during nighttime takeoffs and landings. Your eyes need to be adjusted to the dimness and the dry air in case of an emergency. So, the plane's taken off and everything's going smoothly. Now what? You have to sit in one place for hours, hardly moving at all. But your body feels tired, like it's been on a long run. Again, it's that lack of oxygen. Your legs might even go numb. Try to get up and move around the cabin as often as you can. You need to get your blood pumping. If you can't walk around, try to stretch and massage your legs right there in your seat. Some people say squeezing and releasing your fingers and toes helps the blood flow better. Compression socks help a lot too, at least for me.